All right, what are we doing this week? Oh, you came up with this one on your own out in the wild the other day. Cheers, one. <laughs> Making your way when you're high today takes everything <laughs> you got. We were in the grocery store. <laughs> we just finished it and we'll talk. <laughs> uh, f- finding the cheese and milk and butter <laughs> sucks when you smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> Wouldn't okay. you like to get away? <laughs> Sometimes you want to go. <laughs> I don't know anymore. That was, that was enough. That was good enough. That was good enough. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Sarah. And this guy here is Scott. Which guy? Oh, that's me. It's Scott. Yay. Uh, oh, so we had to take a week off because today, today, reader. Today is Ellis Harper Day. It's Ellis Harper's Shot in the Dark's release day. So I had to use the last week to edit and get arcs out and uh, get it ready to go on Amazon and then kind of do the big uh, ramp up to getting it uh, out the door. So it was kind of busy and I had to kind of pull away and just get in the zone and say, don't bother me. So my bad guys, I'm sorry. But we're back. And we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot. What are we starting with? Uh, we, let's, how about we talk about the weather? The weather? Oh, well, okay, it's like 20-something today again? Um, so. And we just had a. But, well, let, let's give the backstory. So the backstory is, first of all, we moved up here uh, Oklahoma. to Oklahoma about a year ago. We lived in Arizona for 15, 16 years prior to that. Forever. Yeah, a long time. And we lived up in the mountains, so it wasn't like, you know, Phoenix, 100 degrees on Christmas Day hot. It was actually pretty mild and nice. But it was pretty mild, but the the winters were pretty mild as well. Mm-hmm. So evidently, the first big winter we spend in Oklahoma, the world has decide, decided to lose its fucking mind. It's been like wild swings. Like, it was like 60 degrees, and then four days later we had the snowpocalypse snowpocalypse and it was the girls missed two days of school because they shut down like everything and we had snow and then like four days later it was like 50 degrees again and then now we're back to really cold and we're sitting in our snuggies in the booth again they're comfies. They're not snuggies. Oh no, no, no they, they are. They are comfies. My bad. But they are. There's the, but a big they are, difference. They Comfy. are by. They are by the excellent people okay. who brought us the snuggies. We are not sponsored, by the way. Um, no, but we could be. The snuggies. Snuggies are the backward blanket. I mean, lame. These things are sweatshirts that are like the okay. thickness. Of, okay, I'm gonna call you out hard. I, I, am, I am. You do have a snuggie, don't you? Oh well, yeah, I do. But and you, you do use it at your desk, do you not? No, I do not. You do do. No, yes, I you do not. Until you no, got I this thing, you until did. I got this thing, I did because I was fucking cold. That's right. But now, how dare you mock it now? Um, it's very simple to mock it now. I have the superior product. <laughs> I gave the snuggie away Shame to on one of on the you. one of the children. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. <laughs> they are both superior products. Anyways, Bullshit. anyways, it's. It's cold again in our roller coaster winter, and I really can't stay. <laughs> Don't. Anyways, <laughs> what? That song is so problematic. I did. I just sang the part that wasn't problematic. <laughs> okay. How about you put a record on? <laughs> okay. Focus, sir. Stop touching me, Tom. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> 
No. Okay. So this is how it is for me. And okay, let me let me pull pull this aside right now because I today is Ellis Harper's birthday. Basically, I've I've birthed mm. him out in the world. Mm. But I'm like, okay, you are done and you guys are settled. But I have somebody else I have to go and fall in love with now. So fuck off. And I'm like really like obsessed, like profoundly and deeply obsessed with the book I'm working on right now. So quit fucking around and wasting my time, dude. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Uh, here's a bag of dicks. <laughs> Feel free to eat it. No, I want to get this done and get back to work because I, I I have an insane book I'm working on right oh now. Oh my god. Okay. So, wait. We were talking about a snowpocalypse. Yes, what the fuck? and I need you to focus and and. Stay I with was it. focused. No, you were singing that song that. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. So yeah. So the snow hit. We went outside. There was like six inches of snow on the car. And I'm like, what is this white devil substance? Because <laughs> Why do my hands hurt? <laughs> we'd seen like a dusting of this shit. And it just struck me. It was like, you know, when I was a kid, we had like the blizzard of 77 or something like that. And the snow was like taller than I was because I was like, you know, I don't know. Not even born yet. I'm very young. Anyway. You would have been like shut 20 up. at the time. Um. <laughs> And now, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's a wonderland. And now I walk outside, and there's a slight bit of frost on the windshield, and I'm fuck, fuck cold. Fuck ice. Fuck this. Fuck it all. It does, like, hit differently now. Like, when you were a kid, that was the jam. And now you're just like, nope, nope, I'm not about that uh, achy joints and runny nose. And Why do my hands hurt? I just slipped and broke my tailbone line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I've, for that, I've yo. I've fallen <laughs> in the driveway. Very much not for that. So, yeah. So, if this winter could be over, I mean... But, you know, at the same time, though, I've been really worried about, like, the lack of winter on the, you know, the climate kind of change level. Climate change. So, I guess we should be happy that we've got the winter. Yeah. I don't think that the 70-degree days between the 30-degree the days are really a comforting, Omen. you know, thing. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm happy about the winter. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. Cold is good. As I sit in my comfy. But we need to we, we need to do an update um, on on the saga. The saga which of saga? Street Tacos and Creamer. Remember? Oh. So I I still haven't found the cinnamon toast crunch creamer but no no so i got excited for a minute and i thought same company coffee mate who has a, a decided <laughs> by the decided, way by the way coffee mate <laughs> yeah i don't know what is like what is that like scarcity tactic when you make something scarce in order to like you know drive the market or whatever for it this is this bullshit tactic that, they that, have by like not making the cinnamon toast crunch creamer that could be it it's so garbage <laughs> But they do make a cinnamon vanilla creamer, and I found it, and I was like, well, maybe it's the same thing. They just, you know, aren't using the, the cute label. So I got it, and it was a big nope. It was horrible. It's a whole lot it of It was nope. like, okay, so you know, you, so there's like cinnamon that's like desserty cinnamon, mm-hmm. and then there's like candy cinnamon that's like the fireball, atomic fireball kind of cinnamon. There's the cinnamon that's good and the cinnamon that tastes like No, no, no. They're, they're both good. They're both good. But there's... Okay, so actually, like, I, let me let me give you a I, lesson I, here. I'm actually willing to take a stand on here. I'm willing to die on this mountain. Candy cinnamon flavor is poop. I just think they're two different things. Whatever. One's a little bit hotter, and but I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And this, is, this might be a, like a you-didn't-know FYI kind of 
the more you know moment, kind of. Okay, so there's actually two types of things that we consider cinnamon. And I believe it is the canela and the cassia or cassia plant. And one, is, which is more expensive, is the one that we associate with the more earthier... Dessert cinnamon. Spicier kind of cinnamon. But the more ubiquitous and less expensive one is the... Shitty candy cinnamon. Is, is the more... Yeah, it is one that we usually associate with candies. And I could have... I, I, I'm not even going to guess which one is which. But I think it's the difference of those two. But so we have a true cinnamon and there's one that's not. And uh, But they are both barks of very similar plants. And they strip them off the tree and they look like big things of parchment. Okay, I'm going to need you to do this again but in a David Attenborough voice. <laughs> Uh, but now we see the sloth crawling up the tree. That's that's your He's job. He's nibbled upon the bark, and oh, it's it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And or, when or... the climate changes, the trees die, and so will he, and so will all of us. <laughs> I can't watch sad. David Attenborough Aww. anymore. Oh, okay, okay. But also, let me let me let me put a caveat here. That this could be a fever dream I had with, <laughs> when I was stoned. Cinnamon. So it, it could all Cinnamon. be made up. It could all be made up. Cinnamon. <laughs> we'll Google and get back to oh you. Oh my god. That'll be like the next update. Okay, but did we? So that one was garbage. But 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 I did find. Uh, I can't remember what the other company was. International Delights or whatever has a Cinnabon cinnamon roll flavor. Oh thank God. Which I got, which was okay. But does not quite have the mm. cereal flavor that I was hoping. So you that's I mean? a buy. That's <laughs> definitely a buy. But no, but it is one that I see around a lot, so it's not like very rare coffee meat. So that might be what I will have to. But I still well, want a cinnamon toast crunch one. So that it's day, like... that that day that we went out on the date, we mm-hmm. had we we failed at at coffee meat. Mm-hmm. The Mexican restaurant though was pretty good, but we're still searching for street tacos. Yeah, but I did when I was out with my mom a couple days ago. Because I've always got my head on a swivel for tacos what the and fuck, dispensaries. <laughs> so I did find like tacos, two tacos and cheap weed, and they're yeah. generally located next to each other. But like, what's better, like for a for a day out than that? Discount weed and street tacos. Oh, discount weed, street tacos, and coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, dude? Did you find tacos? I did find like two places that I'm very excited to try. Oh my god! Okay. Although, although one is a burrito shop, so mm. we might have to change it up and get mm. crazy one day. Because I do like a burrito. No, well, so we went down to that dispensary. Mm-hmm. It was a decent dispensary, and we found that little grease joint. Um, the 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 exact. No, I was just telling my mom, I was like, "We gotta go back. I'll take you there." Well, but you and I, when we went out, we found that little little fast food place down off mm-hmm. the highway and it was like in a sketchy spot and it looked sketchy and yeah, but it ended up being awesome like, and it ended up well because that's exactly what we were looking for because that's that's kind of what we always <sighs> we always have luck with that kind of we that's go kind back, of our zone like our sweet spot yeah we go back to arizona but that's like you have those places all over the freaking place you know i mean and you go you into can it and tell, you're okay, like here's how you can tell oh this like, place looks no, sketch no, yeah yeah this is how you can tell it's an old arby's <laughs> An old Arby's or an old old Wendy's or something. Orange. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's got a menu that's like as big as the side of like a, a semi truck. This is for yes. <laughs> this is accurate. Yep, and it's got like uh, 
a, a wide array of like breakfast burritos. And you are served by a young Hispanic woman who is done with your shit already. Yeah, like before, and then like sometimes like she may like, she may listen to the whole order or she'll just tell you to pull around and tell you when you get there, (laughs) which then you've got to remember like all the numbers. (laughs) So, and then it, you know, but yeah, you get there and then there will be a milk jug that has been cut off and then tied for tips. Oh yeah, for tips. Yes. That you have to put like five bucks into. Well, you, you know, or else the gods will frown upon you. You frown upon your, <laughs> and you won't have any hot tacos. sauce in your in your thing when you get home. And it's all worth it. It's, it's all because yeah, absolutely. But worth also, it, the food is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's 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 what you look for. That's that that's if you if you're looking for a solid taco place, look for that. Those are my hacks for you. Okay. So. Let's make this now that we've we've updated that incredibly important information. I know they uh, were waiting for that. Yes. Uh, let's talk about let's get down let's let's talk about Ellis Harper because this is Ellis Harper Day. It is. It's it's launch day, it's Ellis Harper Day. Let's talk about Ellis Harper and um, his his uh, his his dad jokes. Oh some of the best dad jokes I think I've ever thrown in a book before. Um I, I don't want to give up too much, but there was a character that he had a fling with, and I decided. Well, his name was Matt, right? And I was like, kind Matt. of like writing the thing, and then I named him Yoga Matt. <laughs> but oh my god! I laughed <laughs> so hard, oh my so hard, god. and like he, he's only mentioned like one sentence or two, and it's Yoga Matt, and it's perfect. Because like, if you think of like who that guy would be, total douchebag throwaway guy. Right. <laughs> and Sorry, if your name is Matt yeah. and you're really into well, yoga. and also Karen. If there are any Karens listening, we apologize. I'm advance. sure you're all lovely, lovely yes. people. Yes. Okay, but yeah, and then there was one where uh, him and Allie are like bantering back and forth, and she's like, "What's the thing that I had in Canada that I really liked with the French fries and the gravy and the cheese?" And he's like, "A salad." <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her to get you a salad. <laughs> it's not a salad. <laughs> it's not, but I did giggle about that too. That was a good one. Yeah. I think that's like anytime I can work in a, a pun or a dad joke, it's like peak Sarah moment. And like, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> and then she walks up to me giggling, and I'm like, okay, what's that? And this? I make it read it, read it, read it. And read I'm it, like, ah, it, ah, ah, ah. And he's and like, like, eh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, nah, you don't get it. <laughs> I roll my eyes generally. Ah? <laughs> uh? Ah? Uh? Come on, babe. Yoga mat. That's get it? good. Yoga mat. I will say one of the one of the, <laughs> I don't know if it was funny or cringy, but uh you used John Mayer. I think it <laughs> I think that's funny because of how much John I dislike Mayer. John Mayer. <laughs> but the problem with John Mayer is that he is he is a garbage monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, like certified. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, but so wait, 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 wait. But, but okay, but let me just say this. Get this out of the way, though. He's one of those people. Like he's 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 a shitbag of a human. But for some reason, like his songs are always like the cutest little earworms, and like you can't like. <sighs> okay, but we have. Okay, yeah, you, I, and I agree with you uh, to a certain extent. Um, but if you're a John Mayer fan, we have to explain why John Mayer is a dumpster of a human being. Okay. If and I hate to be that kind of person. Like somebody's like, "Oh, I love this person." It's like, okay, but did you let know he's a tell, Nazi? Yeah, let me tell you all about why he's garbage. <laughs> did you know who he voted for? No, but it's he. Okay, if one of the things like really, he was doing it was it was an interview 
for a magazine and it was like Esquire or Vogue or GQ or something. So it wasn't like a little whatever. And he didn't know he, he it's like they, it's like they didn't surprise him. It was like a sit down, thought out whatever piece. And he's supposed to be this super cerebral, I'm so whatever guy in woke and deep, right? And I I guess they asked him And wait, I, wait, wait, and romantic. And romantic, romantic. deeply oh, romantic, yes, yes. right? Uh and I, I don't remember how the question came up, but he, I guess he was talking about why he leans towards blondes or something. And he goes, you know, I've got a Benetton heart, but a David Duke dick. I just only dig white blonde chicks. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is a white supremacist. Got you. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be, like, open and whatever, but, yeah, what can I do? My dick is a racist. That doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> and you would think that this this guy who's so cerebral and writes all these brilliant songs could think of something better to say <laughs> in an interview that he was prepared for. I'm a master of words. My dick is David Duke. What the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get out of here. Get the fuck out. But anyways, it he he does have some really good songs that just kind of stupidly fit. And we kind of like poked fun at it and worked them into the book in a really cute way. But and it was really weird because I was doing this and then the Jessica Simpson thing came out. Like at the exact same time, just like a week ago, right? Her her new her, book dropped. Her book, yeah. And there was an interview where they specifically asked her because she wrote about dating John Mayer, and then you realize that he was like absolutely horrible and trash to her too. I, this poor girl. Like, okay, so I want to say, like, I will never again mock or malign this poor you know, sweet girl. No, and I I will say that I have spent the last probably decade just thinking that she's an idiot. You know, and well, and I think that a making, lot of people that was kind of, of her the way the media ways. and stuff kind of, yeah. But you know, it's just like uh. what she went through. But then again, all, at the same time, this poor, poor, multi, multi, multi millionaire. Good for her. I mean, she managed to turn around and just—I I think that's the best revenge. She's had it is phenomenal success. But again, I will never say a bad thing about that that poor sweet girl. You got to, and it kind of teaches you, I mean, yeah, we take pot shots as celebrities because like you're saying, they're generally rich. They're generally famous But yeah, the, there was a worth. whole big thing engineered around making her look kind of stupid and naive and they, like a lot of jokes were made or, you know, at her expense and she was the butt of a lot of really horrible things and really, you know, I don't know I'm, about I'm glad I, to see her doing, I don't you know. know about that. I mean, like I'm, I, I was trying to say that. You just oh you, come on the the chicken of the sea thing was so like you know how long did people make fun of her for that and like you know oh that girl <laughs> you know yeah and it, it just kind of we kind of pile on because and it just shows how easy it is to slip into being a bully because I mean obviously m- my stupid words didn't affect Jessica Simpson because she never hurt him or whatever Mm-mm. but you get it, every once in a while it probably doesn't hurt to just do a little introspection and go. You're a dirtbag. Jessica Simpson Ooh. proved it. It's that thing where, like, walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. But because she's Jessica Simpson and she has an actual shoe empire, you can walk a mile in her shoes. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could because if Good they're job, heels, girl. fuck that. They'll break my ankles. 
But I think that she does actually have a very wide range of sizes because she's very smart and inclusive like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am we're, now an official we are Jessica also Simpson not, fan. We are also not sponsored by Jessica <laughs> no, Simpson. No, but we could be, group. couldn't we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm open to that, Jessica Simpson, if you're listening. If you're listening. I do need shoes. Okay, so in other Ellis Harper news, um, I want to talk about your character, Jamie. 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 Okay, so I had, a, I, you know, we, we talk about how I get stuck on names. And so I, I was writing the cousin <laughs> character, the hot cousin character, and I thought, I'll just use the name Jamie. Jamie. Jamie, but I spelled it. Okay, it was one of those things, like, you know how, like, you see words or you see names and you've, you've never heard them, but you see them? Mm-hmm. And I, I assumed that J-A-I-M-E was just, like, could, like <laughs> long A-I, like, Jamie. Sure. Right? Not, definitely not Jaime. Right? Jaime. I, I I was like it was one of those things. Talk that about I went a context a book, shifter, right there. And then I went and then I saw it and like I was going through one of those baby name sites because I didn't want to use Jamie because it's so fucking common. Oh wait, wait 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 pause and so pause pause pause. Quick glimpse into the 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 method of the author picking names for their characters. Yeah, you, you, the wild baby name sites, baby name books and stuff. Yeah. So um, I I was going through trying to find an alternate because. Jamie is so common in romance, and there are some very big Jamies in the literary world associated with the name Jamie. There's, you know, Highlander. Jamie from, from, from Outlander. 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 And then there's Jamie Lannister from that other series. What was that? I never heard of that. <laughs> so I was like, I can't use that. So I was going through, and then I looked up Jamie the way I spelled it, and I was like, huh, whole different name there, isn't it? <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> oh, my dearest Jaime. And Jaime. I slap my head, which, I mean, great if he's a, a Spaniard, but <laughs> this character's not, which would be great for you in the in the, in the in the recording booth. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus, I would have something to work with. Yes, but no, it's just a Jamie who's going to be like a basic Midwest kind of guy. So good luck with that. Bon chance. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like... Not only was I using the name wrong uh, through the whole damn book, uh, I still didn't have anything else to come up with. So I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, going through all these. And I go through this one, like, site that – it's a Disney name site. It has, like, literally every name under the sun. Like, thousands and thousands and thousands of names. Names that just – some of them you just, like, you made that up. I know you made that up. But I don't hate it. <laughs> I'll put it aside for later. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting name. Yeah. So I was like, what if I named him Hugh? And like the the, the glee that I had in that moment, just like actually making you do like a Hugh for a whole book <laughs> was like, it was just such a. How are Hugh doing? <laughs> I love Hugh. Yeah. We would have nothing but outtakes from that book. But I was so happy about it for like two minutes. Like it was just one of those like little like soul, like boosters. I want to go back though. I want to go back because I, I kind of want his name to be Jaime. I kind of want. I mean, I might for another. I kind of want to narrate a book in which somebody speaks lovingly to Jaime, my dearest Jaime. <laughs> the way you touch me, Jaime. The way you touch my Jaime. <laughs> Because I think it, it's it got as much potential as Hugh. <laughs> Hugh. 
I I liked the name Hugh, but you know. <laughs> that's Fuck also you. Fuck you. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't use Hugh because I uh, we've already used that for a very important character, so it's it's taken. Who? I forgot. Who? 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 <laughs> Who is Hugh? <laughs> Who's Hugh? Lavender. Oh, was that his? That was his, his favorite. Nom de plume? It was his favorite. Yeah, alias. Nom de guerre. Nom yeah. de something. Hugh. <laughs> now that I think <clears throat> about it, I believe we did crack up for about three hours in the recording booth trying to get through that one chapter where he was going <laughs> by Hugh. Oh, Hugh. That was his favorite. That was his favorite alias. Oh my god. That's the was yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about tropes. What was the trope? There's oh, a trope you wanted to talk about. I did. Um, so does a romantic hero have to be looking for or believe in a happily ever after? Is no. it, you know, like, is it okay? Like, not just like an anti-hero, which the anti-hero is usually somebody like Lavender who is traditionally would be a bad guy, but, you know, kind of ultimately does the right thing or, you know, has a change of heart or a heart of gold or whatever. But, like, what if you have, like, the anti-romance hero? Someone who solidly believes that maybe love isn't the only thing that matters or the most important thing. I think we do see in a lot of books where, you know, there's a character who's like, well, I don't want to fall in love or I'm not looking for love. But I think that the thing with Ellis that I thought was really different was that he was more concerned with keeping the people that he loved already, whether they were perfect or not, or those relationships were perfect or healthy or not, that he thought it was important to to, to hold on to those. And that, you know, that kind of love was equally as important or worth protecting than than romantic love. Hmm. Like if if, you know, is love of the romantic nature the most important thing and do you have to sacrifice or should you be willing to sacrifice everything else in order to to get to there because like in Ellis's situation you know he's he's got terrible parents but he does love them like I think a lot of people do with terrible parents I mean because they're still his parents and you know he's had a terrible loss he lost his brother who he loved dearly but you know he doesn't want to lose his parents because they're all they you know they are what's left of his brother so, you know, to to fall in love and, you know, come out or whatever means that he has to, you know, risk losing that. And then there's like, you know, he's got his career that he loves. And uh, the, the, the question becomes, you know, as somebody who has to consider where they want to come out or not, you know, do you change every other relationship in your life and, you know, all the other things that you love about your life in order to go for romantic love? You know, is that... Do you have to do that? And he says, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm just happy the way I am and stop telling me that, you know, I have to shoot, you know, for the moon and go for love. Yeah, well, and it's funny because we're talking about a romance where romance is very, you know, almost strictly defined by romantic love and happily ever afters. But Yeah, and you are trained to say that, yeah, uh, of course we have to do it all for love. But people... You know, in the real world, you see it all the time. It's like, does does a woman have to have a baby? You know, it, no, no, because there are certain ways that we define traditionally what. Yeah, and it's it's free will. I mean, I, that's that's my point, and I always go back to that. You, your free will, you do whatever the hell you want, and it, it's like, 
I know we push people to come out. We push people to, but I think that a lot of it is we think we know what's right for people, and we don't. You yeah. Know? I mean, who who's who's a better judge of what's right for you than you? And so, so yeah. So, and I think that becomes kind of I think part of the adventure with Ellis Harper is that we fall in love with a character who doesn't necessarily fit or want the things that we normally want for a romantic hero. But because it is a romance novel and we get everything we want, he ultimately finds a way to have everything. I would... But I think it's a really... I think a good angle to go at when we look at love in the romance novel. Sometimes it can be a riskier endeavor than... than I think it's a great angle because I think romance... We always talk about romance being kind of escapism. And I think that that might be one of the biggest escapisms is that there is the happily ever after. There is that I'm well, going to throw yeah, it all away all for the, love. Because right. in the real world, you, you don't always have that luxury. You can't strip away all the consequences and go, right. you, who cares? You, you know? It's a tougher decision than that. And people have to people have to deal with the consequences of what they do. So, I mean, in, in a lot of times in romance, you look at it. And so that the angle that, that you're talking about, that's probably resonates with people a lot more than you know but it does still the pirate king took her out to sea and they lived happily ever after (laughs) yeah i like to think those are metaphors you know maybe he takes her away from the you know the misogyny he's taking her away from the patriarchy (laughs) anyway what (laughs) oh that's like some serious like you know rose-colored lens like you know washing kind of there (laughs) Yeah, anyways, but no, so not that there, we still had a lot of fun with, with the whole thing. And I, like I said, because it was a romance novel, ultimately Ellis got to have everything. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, you have to do that in, in, the, in the romance novel or else it wouldn't be a romance novel. But yeah, that, that was, I think, a trope that I wanted to look at and turn on its, its ear because we are used to the hero that either... Sees their soulmate. Oh, if only I could find love. Yes, or no, but or that one where they 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 lock eyes and like from the first moment he knows that's you know mine. Yeah, Ellis is a little bit more like fuck. Mm, I don't want to get fucking fuck this. (laughs) Let's just stay with you know what's working and I'm happy and let's not rock the boat. But you know, somehow it's still romantic and fun. Cool. Yeah. By Ellis Hopper now on Amazon. $4.99. We are sponsored by her books. <laughs> yes, we do actually have a sponsor, <laughs> me. <laughs> Check out Ellis Hopper now in stores. Okay, so that'll do it for... I think that'll do it because now I've got to get back to writing Beautiful Animal. Okay. So I'll have the links to everything, everything. in the description of the podcast. Come and find us and hang out find with us. Find me, say hi. Find and us please, everywhere. Please, please check out Ellis Harper. And... Uh, Yeah, that'll do it for us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye. Hold on. Give me a sec. (laughs) Hold on. I'm sorry. Episode today of Why You Are the Worst Coworker Ever. (laughs) I mean, who would think that hard candy in a sound booth would be a bad idea? Give me a sec. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Either we could leave it for like an ASMR moment. <laughs> I ASMR is supposed to make people like satisfied. I think this would make people. No. All right. I'm good now.